Hey everyone, welcome to the Razor Web Design Wire Podcast with Matt Reed. The Razor Web Design Wire Podcast with Matt Reed. Matt Reed. G'day everyone, episode 66 today, Route 66 now. Um, we're talking today about designing a website. Now, this is a very, very important part of the whole process of marketing your business online. You've got to have a good looking website, but you've also got to have good content too. So make sure you listen to my podcast about good content. Now, uh, what we're going to talk about briefly is just the right structure of a website and when you design it, what to consider. First thing is, don't make it about you. Make it about your audience. Who are you selling your product to? Who are you selling your service to? If you're selling your service, um, and you know, I'm not trying to be sort of single anyone out here or be rude, but if you're targeting old people, it's generally um, found that older people you know, haven't used the internet for much, you know, they're still less tech savvy. Therefore, you need to make your website easy to use. If you're making a website targeted at 15 year olds who play Fortnite and play, you know, whatever, all these different games and on the computer 24-7, even when they're in the shower, then it's obvious that you can create a more sort of um, intricate and sort of aesthetically pleasing website um, that has a little bit more functionality to it. But Overall, generally across the board, guys, I sort of suggest that you focus on the general population and the general thing of keeping things simple still. Keeping it simple, keeping it easy to navigate. So when I'm saying keeping it simple, keeping it easy to navigate, I want you to basically focus on the structure that pretty much every website has. That's having a header at the top of the page, the content body, and then right at the bottom, the footer. Now, your header is obviously always going to have your logo and your navigation in it, but some certain things you want to consider here. If you are using social media a lot, make sure you put your Facebook, your Instagram icons up there. Secondly, make sure you put your phone number up there as well. Most people still to this day, you know, they're a service, they're a professional, they do X, Y, and Z. They don't have their phone number on their website or it's hidden on the contact page. If you want to make more money, if you want to sell your business, sell your services, sell your products, you need to put your phone number on the top of the website. So make sure that you chuck your phone number up there. Um, Maybe if you've got a store, chuck your address up there as well. That's very important too. And the good thing about having your phone number and your address up there as well is it just adds more credibility to your business. People go, oh, cool, he's got an address. Okay, he's got a physical address. I can consider using them rather than the person that sits there at home and they've got their website up and they've got a contact form with no other information at all and you think okay well am I going to trust this guy probably not I can only fill in a form to get in contact with him I'm not going to buy his hundred dollar product so it's it's important that you consider making your website credible and the way to do that is using those uh, putting those key details in the header of the website now designing the rest of the website I generally like to keep everything white the background of everything white. There's, um, we went through a period of doing black, you know, black websites and different color websites. But it's at the end of the day, everyone, you know, if you read a book, it's on white. The paper's white. It's not black. It's not blue. It's not green. Make everything ideally on white. Sure, your header at the top of the page with the logo on it that can have different colors and things like that. But where people are reading your product or your service, looking at images, just keep it simple. Keep it on white. If you want to put your colors in there, put a few little streaks of colors in there, put some images in there to make it you know, pop a bit, um, but generally keep it simple, keep it readable for people. Don't use any fancy fonts. 
Um, sure, your heading could be a little sort of eccentric and stand out a bit, um, but the, the general body, the copy that people are going to read, majority on your site, especially the smaller writing, needs to be in a standard sans serif font. Now, don't use Arial, it's not that special. Use something nice. Go to fonts.google.com, pick one of their fonts, like um, at least something like Open Sans as a starting point. Now, um, what you want to do when you're designing your website, team, is always consider using good images. Use either proper professional photography photos of your business, product, or service. Um, or use stock photos and use good quality stock photos. Go and listen to my podcast on using stock photos so you know what you're doing. Don't use your iPhone. Don't go, okay, I'm going to go just take a few photos and chuck it up on the website and away you go. If you're selling a product, you need it to look good and an iPhone, sorry, does not cut it. Or more so, a person, you know, you might think you're good at photos and you are probably not, just like I'm not really good at photos. You know, I do the odd one here and there and then eventually I get someone else to help me do proper ones. So, hey, to get started, sure, but make it your strategy to get a good photographer on board. Now, there's plenty of them out there. You might have a friend or family member that has a son, daughter, wife, husband, grandfather, whatever, that does photos. Get them to come in, give them some cash, or pay a proper photographer to do proper photos, and that is definitely a key part to an award well, I say award-winning design, a good design that's going to get attention. So photos is very important. Now, another part that you consider is how you lay out your content. So Apple sort of pioneered this a while ago now, but the sort of uh, what's what I call sectioned content layout. So rather than sort of trying to keep everything above the fold, which means that when someone opens your website, it's all there straight away, we give them the option to scroll and we scroll through sections or blocks of content and each block of content usually has a photo, has a couple of paragraphs, has a few bullet points. You want to scroll through that um, and you know position your content down the page as you grow make it you know spread it out, give it a bit of space. But as people scroll down through the page, they can go and browse through your content. Don't try and cram it guys right up the top. People go, oh, I want it all at the top of the page. Um, or you know, people don't like scrolling. Well, we've got a, we've always had a mouse with a scroll wheel on it. All our phones are pretty much the only other thing we do on our phone apart from tap the screen is scroll. Um, so everyone is used to scrolling. So don't be afraid to make your pages scroll. Now, of course, we don't want them to scroll. You know, the novel the size of the Bible, for example. But we want them to still be relatively, um, you know, relatively short but have good information in them and you know be valuable. Anyway, moving on to the next part is the footer. So the footer of the website, again, I always like to reiterate my email and my phone number again. It's at the top of the page. I want to have it at the bottom of the page. When you're designing your footer, most sites really can get away with a very basic footer. And as I was just saying, phone number, email, an address, and then the copyright. Um, if you've got maybe eight plus pages on your site, you've got a few pages or you're an online shop, in the footer I like to have then some product categories or I like to have uh, little sections that are highlighting maybe my products and I've got my little products listed. My services, I've got some of my services listed. Then I've got another box with information and then there I've got my about us, I've got my terms and conditions, I've got my contact details, I've got my FAQs and then on the furthermore to that I might even have a, if you listen to my other uh, episodes, I might have a little um, email capture, you know, put in your email address here and I'll send you a guide on how to do X, Y, and Z or how to save you money by doing this. Um, you can include that in your footer of the website. 
And obviously the design of the footer needs to be just clean and simple, three columns, two or three columns, and maybe a nice little graphic. The, the, the footer itself usually is a different color. It could be a solid color, like a dark, like a black or a white, uh, black, no, sorry, white, like a black or a, a tone that's used in your logo is more likely. You know, if you've got a green logo, the footer could be the green of the logo. So it all ties together nicely. And obviously that's gonna carry over onto each individual page. So it sort of ties it in together. People start scrolling, they see the green bar. Okay, that's the bottom of the page. All right, I know where I am. Um, now other little design tips that you need to consider is obviously making sure your text is, you know, your headings are large and legible. And also to break things up with things like icons. So you can obviously use imagery, but icons is quite a, a cool thing to use now when designing a website. So, you know, if you've got a service and you've got a warranty and you've got a money back guarantee and you want to put all those little bits on there, rather than just writing a bullet point list saying money back guarantee and, you know, free quotes and free delivery and whatever it might be, space them out, have nice little icons for each. If you've got testimonials, you might have an icon of a person. If you've got a um, two-year guarantee, you might have a little shield icon. Now, a little quick uh, free tip here, guys. Go to a website, fontawesome.com, and you'll be able to find a great set of free icons there that you can use on your site. Um, we've used that for years now. It's a great tool, and it allows you to easily add icons into your site without having to be a graphic designer, basically. Um, now, if you're using something like WordPress and other sort of common CMS platforms, um, possibly including even Shopify um, and those other e-commerce ones, you should be able to already have a selection of icons you can use. But break things up with icons. Break things up with images. Break things up with white space. Don't try and cram it all in together. Now, the obviously secondary to um, designing a website, you need to make sure that you consider... Um, or what do you call it? You need to make sure that you consider how is it going to look on a mobile phone. You need to make sure it looks good on a mobile phone. Now, when your website's on a mobile phone, your text is going to likely be smaller. So make sure you design your website so that on a mobile phone, the fonts increase in size when someone views it on a phone. Your headings increase in size or possibly decrease, but they fit nicely and they're legible. Make sure your images scale nicely. Make sure you can possibly click on your images. Your site's obviously going to scroll a lot more on a mobile phone too. So you might find that, you know, that image there that's on the desktop, it's a big, big, massive image. You might go, I'm actually going to shrink that down a bit. I'm going to put two images side by side on my mobile. Now, these things, guys, are a bit of a pain to do. They do take a little bit of time uh, to do it right, but it will pay off. If you've got a website that's smoking hot on mobile phone, and 50% plus users are usually on mobiles nowadays, then you're gonna get a better result. Anyway, those are just a few tips for designing a website. Just, but, but the best thing you can do is, while listening to me obviously, is go and, list, uh, go and watch some YouTube videos. Go and browse some of your competition. What are other people doing? Make a list of ideas and then filter that list out and go, what do I want on my site? Obviously, bearing in mind your target audience, but what do I want on my site to stand out? Anyway, guys, that's Matt from the Razor Web Design Why Podcast, and thanks for joining me. Cheers. That was the Razor Web Design Wire Podcast with Matt Reed. For more, visit razorweb.co.nz.